Patient safety is increasingly gaining attention in Africa, but action to make care safer has not moved as fast as many in the healthcare community would have hoped. Two months ago, IHI partnered with four hospitals in Ghana and trained their staff to use improvement methods in testing practical ways of making care safer. Within a few weeks of this training, I was surprised to see pictures on social media of staff from one of the four hospitals in patient safety branded t-shirts conducting what seemed like a patient safety campaign within their hospital. When I asked where the funding for the t-shirts came from, I was told that the organizers used their transportation reimbursement funds provided for the training, as Nurse Evelyn reveals later. The patient safety project in Ghana is still a fairly new concept, but Judging from the fact that the hospital staff campaigned to change their organizational culture, I am assuming that the introduction of these patient safety improvement concepts was life-changing to the team at La General Hospital. I am Vrsti Patel, a project assistant for the Africa team here at the Institute for Healthcare Improvement. In this podcast, I investigate what motivated staff at this hospital to invest their own money into funding a patient safety campaign at their workspace. To learn more about the story behind the campaign, I called Nurse Evelyn Dauna, who works at the La General Hospital in Accra, Ghana, where she focuses her primary work on quality improvement activities. She was the organizer of the event. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi, Evelyn. We've spoken before. But yeah. Are you okay with, with starting? Yes, please. Okay, perfect. Evelyn is not new to quality improvement. She was one of the improvement experts trained by IHI in a project to improve maternal and child health outcomes. I was actually trained in 2013 in Project 5 Alive. And then after the training, I was told they picked a project they are going to work on, focusing on reducing under 5 mortality. So I look at reducing the under 5 mortality for the first quarter in 2015 to zero. The, the idea was to bring in some innovations. And so I actually came out with a few interventions. And God being so good, we celebrated 90 days of no mortality for children under 5 at La General Hospital, the first quarter of 2015. This is what intrigues me about this story. Even though Evelyn has been in quality improvement for a long time, she has never invested so much in activities as she did for this campaign. But the question that I really wanted her to answer was, what was different this time that compelled her to invest so much to a point of using her transportation reimbursement money for funding the t-shirts as well as motivating her team members to campaign for change? When I posed this question to her, she explained that what she found out in a quick survey of patients made her realize there was an urgent problem. You see, one of the problems they are trying to address is polypharmacy the idea that providers are prescribing more drugs than what the patient needs. But what do you do if patients are the ones asking for more drugs? This is what created the urgency for Evelyn. So we just interviewed about 30 people of the community, and this was like, if I give you, you come in with seven diagnoses and I give you only two drugs, will you be happy? And they said, no, they'll prefer to go to another facility who will give them a, a drug per each diagnosis. I was like, wow, if I don't do something about it, I end up losing my patients. Yes, patients in the outpatient department, commonly referred to as OPD, told Evelyn that they would go to another facility that will give them more drugs, and this is what prompted her to act. She had to act fast and act big. So I have to actually sit down with the team again, and when we strategize, let me create the awareness, go to the community, have meeting with some fine houses, the opinion leaders, 
let's do the same thing at the OPD and then let's also sensitize our prescribers and every staff at the facility. And she used the transportation reimbursement she was given for attending the training to buy the T-shirts. The rationale behind this whole thing was so I wanted to create awareness. So I purchased 20 T-shirts and then I made it into three different colors. So I have the blue for the senior managers in the hospital. And there, what I wrote is, the font is uh, medication without harm, WHO third patient safety challenge. And then behind them is uh, the safety of the patient is their priority, because that is what they said. And then the red go for the high alert, there are two. So it goes for the high alert, and then we have the transition of care. Then go for the yellow, and then I have the move that go for the polypharmacy and I happen to wear the pink and that is for the patient safety coach. So this is what we actually did and in fact, it pulls everybody and everybody wants the t-shirt. We ask, why do you want the t-shirt? What do you want to accomplish? They will tell you they want to help reduce the medication related harm by 25%. <laughs> so it seems Evelyn's strategy was to use the visual impact of the t-shirts to disrupt the status quo and campaign for a new way of looking at things. But is this approach supported by theory? Evelyn explains. I know the community where I work. I know their strengths and weaknesses. I know them when it comes to change. So I adopted the Kat Lewin strategy of unfreezing change and then freeze. Evelyn told me she adopted Kurt Lewin's strategy of unfreezing change. To understand more on what that strategy is, I turned to an organizational change expert, IHI Director Joe Mando. Kurt Lewin's theory of organizational change provides a three-step process for achieving dramatic change within an organization. The first step is to unfreeze people from their long-held beliefs and practices, which is, I think, what Evelyn's team was trying to achieve with their disruptive action. The second is precisely what they did through their various activities. Introduce the desired change. And then the third is to freeze people within their newly adopted beliefs and practices. And I think this is where the next phase of work lies for Evelyn's team. I had my prescribers asking some key questions and we were able to answer them and they found everybody was happy and they gave us their full support. So the t-shirt was actually to draw people's attention that Hey, we, we, done, we didn't say we are just doing reducing medication-related harm, but we want everybody to get involved. So if you come to the facility and you are giving A, B, C, D drugs, this is what the whole system is about. We are now trying to reconcile some of them. We're trying to do A, B, C, D to make sure that, in fact, we end up reducing the target by 25%. So this is actually what we did. This time around, I decided to look at a different approach to bring everybody on board, assigning and electing coaches in every department who oversees to this. So this is something new. I was like, let me just put, try this uh, change idea and see how best it will help. So we were at the OPD, and then normally we do um, feedback after you are leaving the facility. So we just interviewed three people, three um, community members, just two of them are male and one is a female. And we asked, um, what diagnosis were you giving? So he came with upper respiratory tract infection. How many drugs do you 
I have only one drug. Are you okay? Yes, the doctor explained that this particular drug alone is enough to take it. doesn't need um, cough mixture. I don't need all the symptoms that I mentioned. So are you happy? He said he's very happy. Taking a lot of drugs is, is a challenge. So to me, I think this thing has really worked. And it has also reduced my complaints because I will not have people coming in and complaining that they came in with this kind of diagnosis and they have been given less drugs. So they want to try herba or another facility. So this campaign, thank God, this can help. <laughs> what we learned from this is that the investment of the staff in the campaign may have disrupted the old culture and helped staff at the hospital recognize that there is something new coming. What remains to be seen is whether the effort will be sustained to hardwire the new culture of patient safety improvement into the hospital system. So, we will check in again with Evelyn in six months' time to see if they were able to sustain the improvements. Thank you for listening to our first podcast. Please stay tuned for further updates by subscribing to our Ubuntu newsletter on IHI.org and following us on Twitter at the IHI.